Well, March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, and here to talk about it to help us become more aware and how to deal with it is Dr. Jacqueline Charbel. She's a brand new colorectal surgeon at MSU Healthcare and also an assistant professor of osteopathic surgical specialties within MSU's College of Osteopathic Medicine. And Dr. Charbel, welcome to MSU today. Hi, Russ. Thank you for having me to chat with you about this today. So first, give us a little bit of your background and why were you attracted to MSU Healthcare? MSU Healthcare has so much to offer. Um, I was in a private practice before in a community setting, which was great, but I have always wanted to do more with the academic side of things. Michigan State offers everything in the realm of research, teaching, patient care. You know, it's really got the best of all worlds. So that's what truly attracted me to this position. And what are osteopathic surgical specialties? We are um, surgical specialists uh, in the realm of urology, colonorectal surgery, orthopedic surgery, and we work hand-in-hand with the general surgeons, vascular surgeons, basically all surgeons who are at both Sparrow and McLaren um, Health Systems. Well, let's talk a little bit about your specialty as a colorectal surgeon. Talk about your role, what you do, and sort of your practice philosophy, too, as you treat patients. So the practice philosophy for me, Russ, is really prevention is key. The best thing you can do is to get screened for colon cancer. Of course, March is Colon Cancer Awareness Month, as you mentioned. So this is really the time to bring attention to colon rectal cancer screening. Get your colonoscopy. That's the best thing I can say. The age limit was lowered a few years ago to 45. It used to be 50. But because of the uptick we've seen of younger people with rectal cancer, colon cancer, for this reason, several agencies lowered the guidelines to 45 to catch those earlier. Because if we catch them early, you have so much better of an outcome as far as cure rates and longer survival. So really, that's what I could say is get your colonoscopy. If you're 45 you know, it, it won't be an issue. Just tell your provider, I want to get my colonoscopy. Who should see you and when and talk about some of the risk factors? As far as who should come to see a colorectal surgeon, anybody who has a concern that they may be having a rectal problem, hemorrhoids, bleeding, pain, itching, troubles with bowel habits, you know, they've noticed a change in bowel habits. Those are all great reasons to come and see a colorectal surgeon. And would they need to see you to get the colonoscopy, though, or you would review what's done, or do you actually perform those, too? I do quite a few colonoscopies for screening, for surveillance. Um, I do them. Gastroenterologists do them. General surgeons do them. So really, as long as the patient is being seen by someone who does scopes, that's really the key to prevention. doesn't have to be me, necessarily, but somebody in that field. Right, and... uh, I know I've had the colonoscopy, and I've also been able to do the, can I say poop in the box on a <laughs> on a podcast, but the ColoGuard, is, yes. uh, is that, does that fine with you too? Is that a great development? So we can talk a little bit about ColoGuard. ColoGuard is convenient because it's a little kit that shows up in your mailbox. You don't have to do a bowel prep. You don't have to change what you eat. It's all done in the privacy of your own home. So you do... you. Follow the directions, you send it back in the mail, and then your doctor gets a report saying it's either positive or negative. And what it's looking for is cancer DNA cells. So Cologuard has about an 8% miss rate, though, which is higher than colonoscopy. So it's certainly not perfect, and it has a 13% positive rate when there's really nothing positive. So we call that a false positive and then a false negative. 
those numbers are a little bit different than what a traditional colonoscopy is. So the gold standard is still colonoscopy because it's better diagnostically and it can take polyps out, whereas Cologuard, it just tells you a positive or negative. It doesn't treat anything. Interesting. but And, and you really should get the colonoscopy on your first one, right? I just thought the, the Cologuard might be later on if your numbers look good and you've had a real one, or is that... That's correct. Okay. So you, you, I recommend that people get a baseline colonoscopy yeah. if you have no polyps and no family history, then you are a candidate for a Cologuard test, which is every three years. However, if your Cologuard test comes back positive, then you've got to follow up with a traditional colonoscopy. And, uh, but I guess it, that's better than not doing one at all. If it gonna, is, absolutely, right. <laughs> absolutely. And Dr. Charbel, we, you've been touching on some of them. Are there any particular like facts or myths when it comes to colorectal cancer, like facts you'd like to reinforce or maybe some myths to dispel? That really prevention is key. This doesn't have to be a scary sentence for you. If you just come in early as you're directed, we can really prevent a lot of difficulty down the line. So doing the bowel prep is not that bad. That's one myth. People are, are very, you know, alarmed about, oh, I have to drink this and it's going to give me diarrhea. That's true. But it's much, you know, it's worth it. It's worth yeah. one day of diarrhea. It isn't pleasant, but it's, <laughs> no. you're right, it's not the end of the world and it should, it could save your life. Exactly. Quite frankly. So how is care evolving? Is there some research on the horizon that's exciting you? Is, is treatment getting better and more comprehensive? Right. There are so many exciting research projects in the works, and Michigan State is part of that uh, with Dr. Contag's research team. You know, he has such great innovative ideas, and I am proud to be uh, partnering with him in some of his research. So we are working hand-in-hand -hand with his uh, bioengineering department um, as from, and also from my aspect of the clinical side to look at ways we can detect polyps earlier before they may be visible to the naked eye with things like fluorescent marking um, and nanoprobes. So, so much going on in that field of research right now. Like before even the colonoscopy, if you're like, say, 33 or something, they could find it if they looked? Or? So, so this would actually be done at time of colonoscopy. Okay. And the idea is to help visualize tiny polyps before they may be evident to the naked eye. And also to help find polyps that may be hiding behind a fold and you don't necessarily see it on your first pass. So these are ideas to improve visualization, thus early detection and treatment. So how much of this is hereditary and inevitable or how much can your lifestyle efforts impact whether you get, you know, colon cancer? Great question. So most colon cancers are what we call sporadic, and it occurs in people who don't necessarily have a family history. That's why it's very important to get screened. Even if your parents or siblings didn't have any issues, you still need to be screened. Lifestyle risks we could chat about. Obviously, physical activity yeah. is a big one. Got to eat exercise, right and move like and anything move. else, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so you want to eat your fruits and veggies, a high-fiber diet is key. Also hydration, you know, um, avoiding too much in the way of soda or alcohol and really focusing on water truly is key. Um, vitamin D is important. You want to make sure your vitamin D levels are adequate, which is a blood test. You can have your primary care provider check for you. Also getting enough sleep is huge. Uh, studies have shown people who do not have a consistent good night's sleep, um, 
or they work night shift for their entire lives actually have a higher uh, chance of developing colon cancer throughout their life. It's like sleep and, and regular dental checkups, right, are two exactly. of the most important things you can dental do. Dental checkups are huge. Yeah. Also, looking at your red meat intake. So, Dr. Sherbell, I mentioned that you're, in addition to being a colorectal surgeon for MSU Healthcare, you're an assistant professor of osteopathic surgical specialties in MSU's College of Osteopathic Medicine. What do you like about working with the students? You're obviously a busy surgeon, but you must enjoy working with the students. Absolutely, Russ. Working with students is a is a very big part of why I wanted to come to this uh, university. So I enjoy working with students, not only clinically, you know, in my office, in the OR, but also my goal is to eventually start teaching within the college as well. Um, you know, between teaching, research, and actually operating, that's a lot of... of yep. uh, How do you get that sleep we just talked about? <laughs> exactly. That's so important, right? <laughs> So, Dr. Charbel, it, it is colorectal or colon cancer research and treatment, a, if it's not a field where there are a lot of women, is it? Or is that changing? So that's actually changing, Russ. There are more women coming into this field over the last 10 years, which is a great thing. Um, you know, eventually it will become most likely equal with women and men as far as uh, the number of colorectal surgeons of either gender. And how did you get interested in this particular area? You know, that's a good question, too. I will remember being a third-year general surgery resident, and it was my first rotation on um, colorectal surgery. And I just, from the moment we started that case, I just knew what a great feeling to rid someone of a cancer. And you really give them their life back. So, But the goal now is to not let it get to that point. You know, really catch it early so you don't have to go through those big operations. But they are life-changing, and there's such gratification in being able to give somebody their life back from that. Well, Dr. Sherbell, again, we mentioned March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. So just summarize what you want us to be more aware of, and of course, that means get screened. Right. So look, you know, pay attention to your bowel habits. Look for rectal bleeding. Uh, if you have any of those red flags, certainly bring it up with your primary care provider and then get you to the right place to be treated and evaluated properly. Um, don't delay on your screening. That's the other big thing. If you're 45 or older, make sure you get your colonoscopy. Or if you're younger than that but you have any, quote, red flags that we talked about, that's another reason to, to be seen. Well, to get in touch with Dr. Charbel, it's healthcare.msu.edu. And again, March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, so get your screening. And we've been talking about that with Dr. Jacqueline Charbel from MSU Healthcare. And Dr. Charbel, thank you for coming in and making us more aware of these issues. Thank you, Russ. Thank you for having me today. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.